This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Join me for a GMC workshop. A peek under the hood reveals that you need a fine-tuned goal, motivation, and conflict if you want your characters to take off and wow your audience. This is Story Over Everything, episode 18, What's My Goal, Motivation, and Conflict? All right, so uh, to put a fine point on it, to be real succinct about it, because I'm going to start simple and then expand out from there, goal can be said to be the outer or superficial layer of the plot, while motivation is the deeper aspect that is about the story, and conflict is the opposing force or forces that draw out and reveal the underlying motivation that propels the hero to the goal. So basically, uh, to... Expand well, no, I'm gonna expand it on it through my examples. So, in my first example, I'm gonna talk about the hero, the main character from uh, uh, Lloyd Alexander's The Bourdain Chronicles, whose name is Tarin. Tarin, we don't know what, um, because he doesn't have a last name anyway. Um, but uh, his goal is to become a hero and prove himself worthy of being a great warrior. Throughout the series, he seeks to earn the respect and admiration of those around him and to become a leader in the fight against the evil forces threatening Pradain. Tarn's motivation for becoming a hero is rooted in his desire to protect the people he cares about and make a difference in the world. He is motivated by a deep sense of responsibility to use his skills and abilities to help others and fight for what is right. Tarn faces both internal and external conflict throughout the series. Internally, he struggles with doubts about his own abilities and fears, um, his station as well, uh, and that um, he may not be strong enough to achieve his goals. Externally, he faces numerous obstacles, including dangerous enemies, challenging quests, and difficult choices that test his resolve. And boy, the <laughs> if you haven't heard, read of the Bredain, or if you haven't read the Bredain Chronicles, uh, it's really good stuff. The Disney movie The Black Cauldron is actually uh, pulled from the Book of Three, which is the first in the Pernan Chronicles, and it's not as... Well, anyway, the book's always better than the movie, but, like, it's really better than the movie, and the whole series is just incredible. It's It quickly uh, outshone my love of Chronicles of Narnia and uh, Lord of the Rings. And, uh, that's pretty impressive because I like those things a lot. Anyway, um, <clears throat> to continue talking about Tarn and his goal motivation conflict, uh, in the first book of the series, the book of three, Tarn sets out to find the missing pig Henwen, but he quickly becomes embroiled in a much larger conflict involving the evil Horned King, um, Tarn must face his own fears and doubts as well as battles against powerful enemies and obstacles that threaten his life and the lives of those he cares about. So he ends up, you know, he, and in the beginning of it, he wants to be a great hero. And there's actually something great that, that Alexander does that ties like the first book and I guess the fourth, not the fifth book together, which is that he's uh, apprenticing as a blacksmith and he's supposed to be making horseshoes, but instead of making horseshoes, he tries to make a sword and uh play with it or not play yeah he's playing hero with it and um it's a really great moment because it symbolizes that he's not doing what he wants to be doing he wants something more he wants something greater for himself his motivation is to be this great hero and do great deeds and uh, the conflict is that he's stuck in a place where he can't do that that's his first internal conflict and then uh, as things 
go throughout the series, he's not sure he's worthy of those things. And even if he is worthy, other people don't quite see him that way, and he kind of has to prove himself to himself. And it's just really lovely, really wonderful. There's so much good with him. But I don't want to get lost on that one. I move on to talking about my other examples. So the next one I'm going to talk about is Voldemort. So I'm going to tell you how you can frame uh, the Harry Potter series <laughs> um, from Voldemort's perspective to look at his goal, motivation, and conflict. So here we go. Uh, Voldemort's main goal is to achieve immortality and ultimate power. He believes that... Excuse me. <clears throat> so, sorry, getting back to Voldemort. <clears throat> Voldemort's main goal is to achieve immortality and ultimate power. He believes that he can only achieve this by becoming the most powerful wizard in the world and by creating a new world or a new order where uh, those who are born with magic ability are superior to those without. Uh, Voldemort's motivation comes from his dramatic upbringing and his desire to escape from the poverty and oppression he experienced as a child. He believes that he was born to be great and that he is entitled to rule over others, which fuels his ambition and desire for power. Additionally, his belief in pure blood supremacy is motivated by a desire to protect the magical world from what he sees as the dilution and corruption of magic by muggles and half-bloods. Voldemort's main conflicts arise from his desire for power and his belief in pure blood supremacy. He faces opposition from those who seek to oppose him, particularly Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Additionally, his desire uh, for immortality requires him to take extreme measures, such as creating horcruxes, which brings him into conflict with others and puts him at risk. And then, uh, <clears throat> this is a book that not a lot of people, uh, well, it's certainly much less known than Prydain and Harry Potter, uh, but it's Arsenal, full metal superhero. And I gotta be honest, I listened to these books, all of them, all nine of them in a blitz, so I don't remember certain things like the bad guy's name. Plus it's also kind of a spoiler. So um, I'm going to lean on that. But uh, the villain, uh, you know, the first main villain, I would say, the, and the one who got everything rolling in um, Arsenal, Full Metal Superhero, uh, has a goal motivation conflict. And these are what they are. He wants to save the Earth from overwhelming alien invaders by secretly taking over the world, including controlling dozens of superhumans. His motivation is self-preservation. He thinks this is the only way to win against the aliens. He takes a utilitarian approach and is willing to sacrifice many for more. Uh, many people's lives for more people's lives. So it's not like one person's life can be sacrificed and you can save everybody. It's lots of people. <laughs> uh, but then you can save billions, right? <clears throat> Who cares if you kill a million if you can save a billion or billions, right? That's his idea. Uh, his conflict is Amelia Lockhart, who becomes Arsenal in order to find her parents and keep uh, and keeps on going as a professional superhero because she wants to and can do good things, starts to uncover his plan as she investigates what happened to her parents. Um, so, anyway, that was two villains and one hero and their goal, motivation, and conflict. And, uh, you know, I started off at the top with talking about the definition of them, and I think it's a really good, succinct uh, definition of, you know, that's what drives the story, that's what... The motivation is what drives the character. Uh, it's from something within them, and it drives them to go through all the conflicts, which are the obstacles in their way of them getting to their goal. But it, you know, that motivation, that engine, propels them through and past those obstacles to, so that they can get to where they need to get. And um, anyway, I have a series of questions that I think we can 
uh, I'm, I'm going to ask, and you can either think about these on your own. I'm going to ask them all, and then I'm going to come back over each one of them. And as a thought experiment, I will go through them. I'll spend a couple minutes on each one and see what answers I come up with. So for you and me to have these questions down, and you can look in the show notes, of course, on mjmunis.com, uh, here are the questions. Do you have a favorite character motivation? This is the internal thing that keeps them going through all their struggles. Can the same motivation lead a character to achieve different goals? Or rather, can the same motivation lead multiple characters to achieve different goals? Said one more way, can, let's say, five characters have the same motivation, but that leads them to different goals? Next question. Can the same goals be reached by characters with different motivations? So that's kind of the reverse of that. Next question. Should you apply GMC to every character? Does everyone need a goal motivation and conflict? How is goal motivation and conflict different from wants versus needs? And that's something I'm going to think about now and something I'm going to talk about later because I'm going to do a wants versus needs uh, workshop as well. Does applying GMC to villains make them better? Is world domination the most common villain goal? And could a hero have the goal of world domination? So, again, I'm going to go ahead and address those now. You can see them in the show notes, or you can rewind the episode to see what those were, uh, or hear them for yourselves, and then go ahead and respond. As for me, I'm going to say, do I have a favorite character motivation? I honestly love redemption. Seeking redemption for oneself, uh, trying to redeem others. Those are very strong character motivations for me. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, in Return of the Jedi, Luke trying to redeem Vader, redeem his father. And I just, I absolutely love that. You know, his goal was to get himself blown up with Vader and the Emperor. And it would have also saved his friends and done other things, but it would have, you know, ended his father's evil and he would have helped him out and brought him to the light before they both died in a fiery explosion. And, uh, I don't know, it's tragic. It's, um, kind of beautiful, the self-sacrifice there. Uh, I think the idea of there being the chance for redemption and that, you know, that second chance or that you know next chance to come back and make your mistakes and a character seeking that for other people is really beautiful and touching. And then I'm also motivated, I think, because I don't know, I guess I feel like I've made a lot of mistakes. I like the idea of maybe an anti-hero or maybe not an anti-hero. It doesn't have to be an anti-hero who has made mistakes, maybe even caused the issue that is, uh, you know, something that they're facing now and that is imperiling others as well. And they, you know, they caused it and now they have to clean up their mess and I don't know if that really means that, like, ownership or accountability is a motivation that I have, but I definitely know I appreciate that in my life. I can't think of any stories specifically with that. I mean, I'm kind of thinking about, like, uh, Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark, and, well, I mean, he even in his first movie, I was going to say in the uh, Ultron movie, Avengers Ultron um, movie, he kind of does it. That's part of his, it's part of what m propels the whole story of that movie. But really, even in the Iron Man movie, the first one, uh, he wants to be accountable for all the bad things that are being done with his family, his company's weapons. 
and he seeks to destroy the weapons with his own, you know, Iron Man suit weapon. And he's rectifying that, and he's doing it through the means he knows how to, which is through creating this ultimate weapon of war, but then wielding it so delicately and so surgically that it is used to mostly destroy the harmful weapons that he's let get into the wrong hands. I really like that. <laughs> that's probably my favorite, but I, that's all. I, that's what I'm thinking off the top of my head. Uh, can the same motivation lead different characters to achieve different goals? Of course. Yes. I don't know how to explain that, but if... Well, now I'm thinking of a, of a common writer show specifically, but let me think. Can the same motivation, the same internal motivation lead characters to achieve different goals? Yes, that has to be true. But I can't think of any story examples uh, existing right now. But I think it actually is something that happens with heroes and villains who share a common or who are like foils to each other that one of them... Uh, was hurt in a certain way. Well, let's just put it this way. Let's say you have a hero and villain who were victimized or hurt in some way, and the villain uh, seeks to victimize others. That's their goal. <clears throat> their motivation is that they were hurt and victimized, and then the goal that they have is to do that to other people so that it can happen to them, versus a hero uh, would take that motivation of having been victimized, kind of like uh, you could even say uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America in the MCU, um, that he doesn't like bullies and he doesn't want to see the little guy pushed around by somebody bigger and stronger than him with nobody there to help him out or defend him. And he, instead of becoming a bully himself, he becomes this great guardian and protector and defender of those who need assistance, uh, as opposed to somebody on the other side of that who wants to just relish in the power and take it for themselves and do whatever they want to to other people. I guess you could say in a way maybe uh, um, Big Purple Guy is... <laughs> what's that guy's name? Uh, I don't really care. I didn't like him. I thought he was a dumb character. What did it cost you? Everything. Um, Should have gone for the head. I don't even know who you are. You know who I'm talking about. Thanos. There we go. Yeah, in a way, they're kind of like foils to each other, which is something I never thought about before. But uh, moving on from that one, can the same goals be reached or same goal be reached by characters with different motivations? I would say yes. The best example I can think of off the top of my head is Kamen Rider X-Aid, written by Yuya Takahashi, who um, was kind of a newish writer to Kamen Rider about, I don't know, eight years ago or so, I think. That might be how old X-Aid is. And Kamen Rider X-Aid, first of all, Kamen Rider is a Japanese show. For kids, it's meant to sell toys, but it's also meant to tell compelling to sell toys by selling by telling it sells toys by telling compelling stories with the ridiculous designs from Bandai, which is the company that made made like the Power Rangers, you know, robots and the Gundam robots, and uh, I can't think of anything else right now. Figures of different stuff, <clears throat> um, but regardless, uh, in that show there are these computer virus things sort of maybe from video games that come into real, the real world and they infect people and make them sick. They give them game sickness, I think is what it's called. And there's a team of doctors who have special equipment, which I won't go into now. It's ridiculous. It's great. It's fun. That enables them to fight these things. And only they can fight these things with their technology. Each of the four main doctors in the show um, who ends up fighting these 
monsters, the video game monsters, has a different motivation. Their goal is ultimately to end the game virus and stop the bugsters, which is what they're called, from hurting people, destroying people, not taking over the world. It's just like hurting people and, and yeah, just hurting people because they're doctors. So their goal is to save people's lives, but each of them has a different motivation, which causes them to want to save people's lives. And there's a whole range there and it's very interesting. And that's something I actually love seeing in that show. So moving on to the next question, uh, should you apply goal, motivation, and a conflict to every character? I want to say yes. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Uh, you know, what about the shopkeeper? Yeah, why not? Um, what about the, uh, you know, Mook? Sure. Give the Mook a GMC. And, you know, maybe if you do that, if you take a couple minutes to think about the various people that you're heroes are going to face, you won't have them savagely mow down everybody in their path, <laughs> um, even though they can. Uh, but yeah, I, I would think at least giving a thought, taking a minute or two for each character, you know, from the minor characters, and then as they get more important, giving more attention to what their goal motivation conflict is would be useful. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I've done that in my uh, grow bug books so far. I've given both the children and the grow bugs, who are these guardian angel type characters who help them out, a goal motivation and conflict. Have I given the villains a goal motivation and conflict? Mm, not really, even though I'm going to talk about the fact that I think you should, because um, I figure they're entities that prey on children, and while well, their motivation is to keep living, <laughs> and their goal is to prey on these children so they can keep doing that, and the conflict is obviously the children not wanting that and the grow bugs, you know, stopping them. Um, but yeah, I did think about that when I was, uh, writing these books for the second or third time. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. How is goal motivation and conflict different from wants versus needs? I'm going to say right now, I don't know hundred percent. I will get back to that in the wants versus needs episode specifically, but I'm going to guess that because a want is an external thing that the character wants for themselves to materially improve their lives somehow. And the need is an internal thing that they actually are lacking. That And that when they take or when they get the need as opposed to the want, it makes them okay with not having the need. Or it makes them okay with... When they get the need, they are able to let go of wanting the want. And they're able to move on to something else. Um, I think that the need is directly tied to motivation. And the want is like a goal. But it's not quite the same thing. That's my answer for now. I'll explore that more in a future episode, in a future workshop. Okay, then, does applying goal motivation and conflict to villains make them better? I think it absolutely does. Uh, I think I want a villain who's fleshed out to some extent, and that it makes sense for them to be doing what they're doing if they're out of balance and have lost themselves, because I don't think any villain... I think every villain has lost themselves. Um, 
And I think knowing what their goal motivation and conflict are, or really just their goal and motivation, um, well, cause the hero is their conflict. Um, but you can have, uh, you know, actually, if you think about that, if you pause and think about it, they will have had other conflicts. That could be other villains. It could be other people who we don't even get to see in stories. Um, telling a villain side of the story is not a bad idea, and it doesn't automatically mean that they have to be sympathetic or good, uh, but you can understand them, and you can try to understand them and still come away with, oh, this is a bad person. You might be sympathetic or empathetic towards them, but you can still condemn their you know, villainous actions, which I think is the, the right conclusion to draw. Is world domination the most common villain goal? I think so. <laughs> I think it's pretty simple. I think most villain goals are rooted in some sort of selfish motivation, even if it's that they were victimized or abused and then they want to adopt the practices of the victimizer or abuser so that it doesn't happen to them again. They're selfish because they're not going through the growth. They're not accepting their lumps and growing and being changed internally from that. They may change themselves externally. They may corrupt themselves more, but they're not actually going through the process of maturation to become a better, stronger person like the heroes have to in reaction to the actions of the villains or the cruel world that the heroes find themselves cast in. Um, but yeah, I think it's the most common. I can't think of the second one. I guess revenge would be the next most common villain, um, motivation. But those things can carry you a long way, I think. And then could a hero have the goal of world domination? I mentioned that the bad guy from Arsenal had the goal of world domination for the sake of saving billions. He would sacrifice millions. And I don't know. I don't know if a hero could have the goal of world domination. It certainly doesn't sound like it. It depends on how they went about um, dominating the world. Uh, the closest thing I can think of, it's a light novel turned anime. It's called Log Horizon. You have a character, the main character in there, whose name I don't quite remember at the moment. Um, but it's an isekai. They get, it's an, they get people playing a video game get sucked into it, a computer game, and then they have to figure out how to live... Uh, how to live in this world. And they face interesting challenges, but basically, and it's funny, even though he's a good guy and he's a nice person, um, the players refer to this particular character, Shiro? I think it's Shiro, as the villain in glasses or the villain with glasses because he wears glasses and he has the capacity to, like, map as if he's a villainous mastermind, think of all these plans and ways to manipulate and coordinate things so that he can get his desired outcome. And, uh, it's actually a really fun show. I'm sure the book's better. Um, but the show is really fun and, uh, it's interesting to see someone with that, you know, mastermind villain persona and mentality, uh, use that for good. Cause that's what he continuously does it for good and for the betterment of his friends and the people, uh, who aren't so much his friends around him and even the people in the game world, the NPCs, because they actually turn out to be alive somehow. <laughs> and uh, that's very interesting. I don't know that he wants to dominate the world, but he definitely um, takes great... <laughs> he almost does a world domination plot, and it's really interesting because it's all virtuous. And I don't quite know how that works out, but it, it does. And it's very exciting. It's very cool to watch. Um it's a very interesting story, a very interesting approach to the story. Um, and there's like combat and things like that to some extent, but there's a lot of just like 
figuring out how to make society work. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, those are all my thoughts. Those are all my answers to those questions. I would love to hear your thoughts on all of those and your input on all those questions that I raised and your assessment of my uh presentation of goal, motivation, and conflict, and how it applies to these different stories. I mentioned the Chronicles of Bredain, uh, Voldemort from Harry Potter, and Arsenal, or the villain from Arsenal, Full Metal Superhero, um, as well as Log Horizon now, uh, which I will add that to my notes real quick. Um, so, yeah, I would love to hear your perspective on this, and I hope that you check out the next episode. Uh, I don't remember, let's see, what is the next episode going to be? Next episode will be, oh, a story machine. So I believe that's going to be me talking about some progress on my Growbug books as well as sharing a story idea with you. And then after that, at the end of the month, we have Robin Hood, uh, Howard Powell's Robin Hood, which I'll be doing a casual book chat on that one. And I'm actually almost done. Actually, today I almost finished listening to the book. I have one chapter left to read, and I've been making notes all along for the book chat. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that. If you don't know about that yet, I'm reading Howard Pyle's The Merry Adventures of Robin Hood and inviting you to do the same and join me at the end of the month for the book chat um, so that you can uh, weigh in and hear me talk about this fabulous book. And if you liked it, I'd love to hear your comments on it too. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for now. This workshop went a little longer than I thought it would, and but I think it was a good length, and I think... It was a good exercise to think about all of these different stories and these different questions about goal motivation and conflict, and hopefully that helped you uh, wrap your head around the idea and really get it down. It's it's funny, after I thought about it, it's really simple, and I don't know why I felt like it was such a difficult thing to grasp, but now I feel like I grasp it, and it's pretty easy to just look at different stories and see, oh, GMC for this character, this character, this character, I get it now. Um yeah, so that's interesting. Anyway, uh, until next time, this is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.